Three years ago, he launched the company, uh, did very little revenue his first year, 2014, actually zero. 2015 did 155 grand. 2016 grew to 550 grand in sales. He's now doing last month 80 grand in monthly recurring revenue. Each customer, which there's 20 of them, pays about four grand. Again, he's helping these customers like Zendesk more effectively do account-based marketing. Super Healthy Unit Economics just did his pre-Series A, raising $2 million on a $10 million post-money valuation. This is The Top, where I interview entrepreneurs who are number one or number two in their industry in terms of revenue or customer base. You'll learn how much revenue they're making, what their marketing funnel looks like, and how many customers they have. I'm now at $20,000 per talk. Five and six million. He is hell-bent on global domination. We just broke our 100,000 units sold mark. And I'm your host, Nathan Latka. Many of you listening right now don't have time to listen to every B2B SaaS CEO that I've interviewed. If you want to get access to the database I've created with year-over-year growth rates, customer accounts, margins, and many, many other data uh, metrics and data points, you can go to getlatka.com. Here's the thing, though. This database, I keep it to myself. It's so freaking valuable. And to preserve the quality of the data and make sure that the people that have access to it have a true advantage, I'm only letting 10 companies on each month. So we're full this month, but you can go to getlatka.com to get on the waiting list for next month. And look, there's big people on the waiting list. I mean, the biggest VCs you've ever heard of. You've probably heard of them. They're big, private equity, billions and billions under management. So it's an impressive waiting list. Go get on now at getlatka.com. This is episode 773. Coming up tomorrow morning, I talk to Creative Lives, Chase Jarvis. And I said, if LinkedIn offered you $200 million, would you sell Creative Live? His answer will surprise you. Hello, everyone. My guest today is Venkat Nagaswamy. He is the CEO of Mariana IQ. He brings a long and diverse background in high technology to bear on applying artificial intelligence and deep learning to help marketers make account-based marketing an at-scale reality. Big Cat, as he was nicknamed by his friends and colleagues, has led his teams in creating analytics, technology, and business development solutions at McKinsey, Juniper Networks, and GE Plastics, among others. He's worked with an enterprise and digital consumer hardware, SaaS, corporate and business unit strategy, market entry strategy, product development, along with many, many other spaces. He's a proud graduate of the University of Michigan and the Georgia Institute of Technology. He also has an, holds an MBA and a master's in aerospace engineering. Venkat, are you ready to take us to the top? Yes, sir. Okay, so that was a, mou- that was a mouthful, but I, thanks for joining. Tell us what Mariana IQ does and how you make revenue. Okay, so uh, you know this is uh, the problem that we are looking to fill is the problem that I faced when I was at Juniper trying to uh, implement ABM or account-based marketing. Uh, the key problems that people have when trying to implement account-based marketing is how do you figure out which accounts to go after, how do you figure out who within the account to go after, and how do we engage them, how do we capture them uh, through multiple channels, and that is the problem that we are looking to solve. How do you figure out which accounts to go after? Let's find the specific people within those accounts and surround those individuals on various channels like Facebook, Twitter, Google AdWords, and so on. And that's what the software does. Uh, People buy a subscription, uh, a monthly subscription to the software, which allows you to run campaigns targeting the same set of individuals on all all of these different platforms. So it's a SaaS business model. It's a SaaS business model. Okay. And what do people pay on average per month? So right now, we're doing about 4,000 bucks a month on an average per customer. Got it. And then take us, give me more of the backstory here. So what year did you launch the company in? Yep. So I started this company, what, three years ago, along with two of my co-founders. Prior to that, I used to run 
uh, enterprise marketing for Juniper Networks. And so I come at this at the, uh, uh, as, a, as a user of the technology, not just from the technology side. And back in the day, I implemented what was then the latest, greatest in marketing analytics, which was uh, a lattice engines. And I felt that there was still a whole bunch of tools that marketers needed uh, to start this, uh, to, to, to be successful, right? And my co-founder also felt the same thing, having done product marketing and product management, and that's how the team came together. So that was 2014, about three years ago when you launched. Do you remember that's what fun. your first year revenue was? Uh, I, the, the first year revenue was zero. Uh, in, I mean, we we start, started making our first revenues in uh, late 2015. Uh, we were doing we did for month of uh, for the year of uh, 2015 we did 155,000. Uh, 2016 we did about uh, uh, 550,000, yep. uh, and hopefully we'll do four times that this year. We'll so see. Are you on track to do two million uh, this year? Yeah, we're on track, you know, by touch wood, um, and, and uh, we should be able to hit that. And what is, so I'm trying to do the math in my head, but it saved me the time. So what was monthly recurring revenue last month? Uh, so last month it was uh, 78.80, about, about essentially uh, tracking close to a million yep. in the error. Yep. So you did about um, you did about did eighty grand. Finished. You did about eighty grand last month multiplied by twelve gets you about to yep. about a million dollar run rate. Yep, that's basically it. Got it. So with a four thousand dollar ARPU and an eighty grand in in MRR, you have what about twenty customers? Yep. Yep. Okay. It's actually, slightly more than that, but yes. Okay. Okay. Good. So, so we just got kind of your revenue numbers. That's really, really helpful. You took us up. You have twenty customers. Tell us a story about one of these customers, like how they're actually using you, yes. a real name. Yep, so Zendesk is one of our foremost customers. As you know, Zendesk is uh, uh, is a big player in SaaS world, and they're well known uh, as a good uh, B2B marketer, especially inbound marketing. They came to us saying, hey, we have a, uh, uh, we're doing great in inbound marketing, but we need to target larger companies and go after a list of accounts uh, which are larger than what we normally do. Uh, and so they, uh, uh, they gave us a whole bunch of their historical data. We used our AI platform to find more companies like the ones that they were successful with and found more people within uh, those companies that we found that they were successful with. And we created this audience for them on Facebook. And They've been running campaigns on that for the past 10 months or so, um, and, and they've had great success, right? Uh, to put this in context, these guys are people who spend something like 50 bucks a click uh, to all the way up to 100 bucks a click on uh, on Google AdWords uh, for something like health soft software, and they were able to uh, increase their lead volume like four times based on Mariana while holding the cost, while uh, improving their success rate. Now, they didn't tell us how much their success rate improved by, because we would then increase the price. Hell yeah, you would. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but, uh, uh, but they said they, it improved, increased their, uh, increased their uh, quality. So we got better quality, four times the volume, while keeping uh, the cost the same. That's and great. All of this because of this AI that underlies what we do. And have you bootstrapped this company, or have you raised capital? We did raise capital uh, from first, we did a seed round um, in 2014. Blumberg Capital led the round, and we also had prominent angel investors like Gokul and Raja Ram. Did you say, Blum did you say Blumberg Capital or Bloomberg, like Michael Bloomberg? It's Blumberg, single, it's B-L-U-M. Who Blumberg runs, who, who's behind that? 
So David Blumberg is the main guy. Uh, Bruce Tigan is my is, is the guy on my board. He's my man. Got it. Uh, these guys were behind. I mean, they they've been around for 30, 40 years. They were uh, they were the original investors behind RSA, Hootsuite, Nutanix. These are some of the names that you might know. And was that a C? Was that like a a, a convertible note or a priced equity round? It was a convertible note round. Two million uh, uh, note uh, was what we issued. Back what was the cap? Uh, no, what the cap was uh, six. Okay, six. So two million raise, six million dollar cap, and what eight percent interest, twenty five percent twenty percent discount, and I think six percent uh, okay. interest. So fairly standard. Uh, and then, and you said that was uh, two million raise, and it sounds like you've done a round after that as well. Yeah, so we did another round uh, uh, in mid last year, about a year ago. Uh, Xfinity Ventures from India, uh, which is made by uh, leaders from Infosys and Wipro. Uh, those guys uh, led the round. It was a convert. It was an, a priced round, uh, uh, and we converted everything at uh, essentially 10 million post. Okay, got. And how much did you raise? We raised two million. Okay, so you raised a total of $4 million. That second series, that Series A priced round, you raised $2 million at an $8 million pre, $10 yep. million post. That's correct. Got it. Very good. And, and so that's actually, I mean, that's an impressive post-money valuation for a sub $1 million run rate. I mean, you basically got a 10x valuation. That's, I mean, that's pretty healthy. Do you ever get nervous about your ability? Like, for example, if Salesforce came to you, Mark Benioff, and pulled out a checkbook and wrote you a check today for $3 million, that'd probably make you some good money. You'd be tempted to maybe take that, but you can't because of what you've raised, right? You have to sell for more than, way more than $10 million. Do you ever worry about growing into your valuation? Uh, not necessarily. So, in terms of, I mean, if you look at the valuation of uh, what we raised, 10 million posts uh, at 4 million raised, relatively speaking, it's not that big of a, a valuation jump based on the where we are or even where we were, right? So, there's a lot of, I mean, if you, uh, and we, by the way, the way we priced it was based on uh, what we were seeing in the marketplace at that time. And at that time, a lot of people in our range would go for, you know, uh, would have converted it uh, or, or would have done something like a 12 million or 14 million. Uh, post money valuation as opposed to 10. So we believe that we are actually, relative to what uh, what we would have gotten at that time, we're actually on the lower side. So I'm not, I don't feel too worried about uh, uh, the, val uh, the valuation creep, as uh, people call it. Uh, had we done it at 15 or 14, then that would worry me, especially when we go in for the Series A. Uh, the Series A investors would be more worried. But uh, uh, you know, the preliminary feelers that we put out for Series A, which we are not ready for yet, we'll be ready for it later this year. Uh, but when the preliminary feelers that we put out, the people. Oh wait, saying, real quick, Venkat. So that that two million on a ten million post, that was like a pre-Series A priced round. Exactly. Got it. Yeah. Uh, so the actual Series A uh, we do only later this year, and uh, those that and what people are telling us they're like, okay, your valuation is okay. It's not too low. It's not too big. It seems to be around uh, uh, what what people are uh, seeing. So we're not. I'm not too worried about it. But then you know, ask me in six months, and I'll tell you what it what it is. Yep. Yep. That makes good sense. Um, Take me into, first off, it's impressive. It's rare that I see a company that has your run rate with, um, this isn't a bad thing, so little customers. In other words, usually what I see in SaaS is high volume, low ARPU. You have low volume, high ARPU, which is, I'm curious, how did you get those first 20 customers to pay so much when you had such little kind of background and historical data? Yeah, so, uh, you know, we were in the under stealth still uh, till something like May of last year. Okay. So May first, of 2016. 
May of 2016, yep. Uh, so for the first year that we were getting revenues from people, they were all beta customers uh, based on the contacts that we had and the investors had and so on. But since then, uh, we've attracted a lot of attention simply because of inbound marketing uh, that we've been doing, uh, all the, the, the press coverage and other coverage that we've been uh, able to get in various places. That's attracted a lot of people. No, but Venkat, tell me, tell me about like, tell me about like the really weird thing you did that if you admitted you did it, people would go, that's genius. Why does nobody else think of that? So like, what's something that's not conventional, not inbound marketing, something that's really not conventional that you did that landed customers? So uh, I took off, I, I showered in the, uh, in, if you go to my, it, there's a video of me in- uh, Showering, YouTube, stop, in stop. <laughs> So you asked me for a weird thing. Okay, give it to me. <laughs> give it to me. In the shower, I think singing uh, either Totally Clips of the Heart or Bon Jovi. I don't know which one I was singing. And, and we took that video, and then my you know my wife and kid are also there in the video, not in the shower but elsewhere. And 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 that video we put it out on on Twitter, and that got like a million hits or something, or views or something like that. So anyway, you asked me for a weird thing, and that was a weird thing that Did we you did. Land a customer from that can you track one of your new customers back to that so i don't know if there were customers but i can't i will tell you something like 60 percent of the meetings that i've had or at least when that was running that people would say you know this is the first time i'm seeing some guy who actually sang bon jovi or whatever and filmed it for and by the way i should say I am the worst singer on the planet i was just going to so. ask you to sing so we could get a sense <laughs> of if, if you're like a rock star or not you know, it, it, it is pretty bad. It's pretty bad. You don't want to hear me sing as often. Even my mom wouldn't say I sing that, well. That's funny. Okay, last few questions here before we wrap up. Gross margin. Are you at a typical SaaS range, 85, 86%? Yep. 80 okay. Or 90. Yep. Okay, so you don't have any weird kind of above the line expenses or costs? Nope. Okay. It's the usual, usual uh, uh, SaaS stuff, yeah. Gross customer churn per month. So per month, it's uh, we're doing trifle high right now. We're about three percent. Okay, that's not so bad. And what if you did that in terms of revenue churn? So some of these uh, people that we're churning are actually people uh, that that we sign at really low numbers, and some of it is is by design. So even so, it's three percent on a, on a company basis but on a revenue basis it's more like one uh, it's it's about half i would say of that i don't remember the exact number but it's about half of that got it and that's because you're upselling current customers and you're getting rid of lower arpu older customers okay yeah. what, what about cat what yeah. are you spending to acquire a new customer do it fully weighted so include your content people take their salaries divide it into new customers per month etc so the exact numbers uh, we just did the math last week uh, it's like 22,000 bucks for okay. a customer. And what do you assume lifetime value of a customer is? So we are assuming right now that they would, so uh, we assume, at least for a modeling uh, looking ahead, we assume 20% per churn per year uh, uh, is the total number. We're doing slightly higher than that right now. So that essentially translates to four or five years of- uh, 200, 250 grand lifetime value. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Very cool. Okay. Now, do you, talk to me about payback period real quick. Now, obviously, if you spend twenty-two grand and you're making four grand per month, your payback period is about five months. Do you like that? Would you spend more? Would you spend less? 
So the, if you look at the projections that we've done, we're actually going to start spending a lot more on sales and marketing and actually increase the, the customer acquisition cost to increase the volume, right? So until uh, now, uh, until like February, I was the only sales guy in the company. We've since added a salesperson. We want to add two more salespeople. So any salespeople listening to the call, call me. <laughs> um, so... Uh, and so uh, we'll be increasing our, uh, our sales and marketing expense, almost doubling it over uh, uh, the next six to one, six months to a year, so that we can increase the, the, the scale, right? To your yep. point, we have fewer customers, but bigger dollar value. Makes we want sense. to increase, increase that size. What yeah. are you spending, like last month, what did you spend on just paid marketing? Uh, so we spent, you know, 2K on just Mariana and Mariana, just doing the ads uh, for ourselves. Uh, beyond that, we haven't done, we didn't do uh, any other paid stuff. Okay, and what's total team size today? Team size is 12. Okay, Top Tribe, I have to tell you, many people go, Nathan, you came out of nowhere, your website's growing so fast, how'd you do it? The answer is simple. So I use HostGator, I don't know if you guys know that, but I use HostGator, and the reason I do, they have like about 4,500 free templates I can use, because I don't code. They've got a great e-commerce plugin, and guys, I bug the heck out of their support. They've got 24-7 support, which I love. So what I've done is I've worked with them. You guys know I make great deals. If you go to hostgator.com forward slash Nathan, you can sign up, get your own domain for 30% off and a 45-day money-back guarantee. Okay, again, I make great deals for you guys. Go to hostgator.com forward slash Nathan to grab that now. That's great. Venkat, let's wrap up here with the famous five. Number one, what's your favorite business book? Uh... Good to great. Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying right now? Um, I do look at Benioff and uh, Zuckerberg. Those are two people that I follow a lot. Number three, besides your own, is there a favorite online tool you have, like Acuity Scheduling? Um, I love uh, Calendly, which is a scheduling tool. Um, which is an, when you said scheduling, it reminded yep. me of that. Uh, the second app that I use, every, I take the train. So the apps that I really, really love are Twitter and Feedly because they keep me connected to what's going on. Number four, how many hours of sleep do you get every night? Six. And what's your situation? Married, single, do you have kids? I'm married with one kid, three years old. Oh, wow. And how old are you? Oh, I'm not going to tell you that. Oh, come on. <laughs> I'm 47. Uh, I was going to say, you can sing in the shower, but you can't tell me how old you are. Okay, so 47. <laughs> Last question. Take us back 27 years. What do you wish your 20-year-old self knew? Um, being diligent and hardworking counts for a lot more than being smart and clever. Ooh, I love that. Being diligent is way more important than being smart and clever. There you guys have it from Venkat, again, founder of Mariana HQ or IQ. Back uh, about three years ago, he launched the company, uh, did very little revenue his first year, 2014, actually zero. 2015 did 155 grand. 2016 grew to 550 grand in sales. He's now doing last month 80 grand in monthly recurring revenue. Each customer, which there's 20 of them, pays about four grand. Again, he's helping these customers like Zendesk, more effectively do account-based marketing. Super Healthy Unit Economics just did his pre-Series A, raising $2 million on a $10 million post-money valuation. Venkat, I'm rooting for you, man. Good luck, and thanks for taking us to the top. Thanks a lot, Nathan. Good luck to you guys. If you enjoyed today's episode with Venkat, go back and listen to yesterday's episode with Jeremy Haynes. Jeremy is Grant Cardone's secret weapon. Many big influencers have spent a lot of money on Jeremy as they look to get more followers on social media.